0: We have on the line here Paul Wong and Kellen Reed. Uh, let's start with Kellen. Um, Kellen and I met at uh, – where Where did we meet? Portland,
1: right? I think we met uh, first up in Portland at uh, one of those playoff games, and then we met again officially at the Celebrity Golf Tournament in Lake Tahoe.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, Kellen, hit me up. Hit up basically Let's Go Warriors –
1: um, on Instagram, and and you're an aspiring journalist. Is that correct? Well, yes. I'm very interested in sports journalism in general, but just a huge Warrior fan and a huge fan of all the media and everything surrounding it. So it's all really interesting to me. And
0: and you're over there at uh, Oregon Ducks, right? Yeah, so people can oh, see. Oh yeah, oh yeah,
1: go Ducks, baby!
0: <laughs> all right, um, and then we got Paul Wong here of We Believe Fame. He is the one who basically coined the term "We Believe." I know you're 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 the most humble guy. You're you're like Steph Curry, oh, but um, it. man, it's it's an honor to have you uh, here on the pod and on YouTube.
2: You know what? It's uh, it's a blessing actually to be on here. Um, yeah, really. I mean, it's like every time I talk about it and sort of get sort of get chills and goosebumps just going going yeah. back there and to be able to share. You know, once upon a time, it's almost like a little fairy tale now. You know, with all this um, glory that we've uh, accomplished the last five years.
0: Yeah, and so, and I'm I'm currently in in the airport at New Orleans, but uh, don't worry, I do this all the time, and it's actually really quiet here, in um, baggage claim. But um, all right, Kellen Kellen contacted us on on Instagram again, and and after the first game. The other day, you know, there's there's some not just there's some concerns not just from Kellen, but actually a whole lot of uh, people in Dub Nation are are wondering if I mean from one extreme of the spectrum to the next is like uh, from you know tanking the season, getting the lottery pick, let's say to um, to maybe more mild adjustments. Like, I mean, I I still have fans asking. Uh, shouldn't we pick up so and so, Jamal Crawford, this that, and possibly not understanding the hard cap situation, but anyways, we we are pretty much stuck uh, with with the roster that we have um, until around March when uh, they can do some manipulation and uh, and maybe get a buyout guy, whoever it may be, a veteran. Um, but I digress. Um, uh, so I thought it would be nice to have Paul on the call as well because what if this season really is, we believe, you know, 2.0. Um, and wouldn't it be great to have, we believe the originator on here to, to kind of compare and contrast that. But first, uh, Kellen tells me he has a great story of, we believe his own personal
1: story. So I'm going
0: to let you take that away. Kellen.
1: <laughs> well, uh, at the time, right, 2007, I am I just turned seven years old. And my mom is pregnant with my little brother at the time. But my dad and I, we need to go to the game, right? It's game six, Dallas. I don't know a whole lot, but I'm like, this is, this is big, right? And so we, we head to the game. My mom's eight and a half, nine months pregnant, whatever it is. And we get there. One quarter in, get a call from my mom saying, you got to get back here right now. So wow. we left, we left the arena after one quarter oh, and my wow. dad was just like, Oh my God, just get the game on the radio. We got to get home. Like just freaking out. And the guy, as we left, I'll never forget it. I was again, seven years old. And he goes, you know, once you go out, you can't come back in. And my dad's like, you know, that's a really good, <laughs> it's a really good saying for right now. <laughs> and uh, so, so we left and missed the whole rest of the game. And it was, it was a bummer, but you know, <laughs> the, some priorities take, you know, high Higher, uh you need you need you need to be there for the birth of my brother right so that, that was important but it was that was a great yeah, yeah. day you're, for sure
0: but your brother was born on on that particular day that yep that's right that's sick mm-hmm. nice and so paul what were you doing that day
2: <laughs> not as extreme as um as calendar um <laughs> Wow, I'm sorry. Um, you, you're, uh, you're, uh, God, thanks, thank you so much for sharing. Actually, Kellen, I'm not sure you know this, but what you just described about you being your dad is actually the whole behind the scene behind We Believe. I'm not sure you ever you're aware of that. Um, well, I, yeah, no. yeah. For me, being a Warrior fan, and for me being, uh, uh, um, for the whole family being a Warrior fan, is something that. I wanted to give to my kids because the only thing I remember when I was a young ta- young toddler in in my country of Burma, was a sporting event, and back then it's soccer in the third world country, right? Was the only thing that my dad and I ever did together. And what I wanted to do as a grown man was to hopefully recreate those those memories with my kids as well. So for me to hear what you just shared with your dad, man, that's exactly what damnation's all about, quite frankly. Oh yeah, uh, you know, like so. Going back to, I think, what was that? Was is that the first game against Dallas? Is that what uh, we're from? I I believe it was uh,
1: actually the clinching game, Game Six. But game I, six. You know, that's just what? probably what my memory wants me to think, right? It like, can oh, yeah. know,
2: uh,
1: it was uh, just crazy. Game, game three or four.
2: It, it was just well, we crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was just yeah. crazy, guys. I mean that that time. It just it just really depends on who you speak to, right? But. That whole scene at Oracle, I don't think it's ever going to ever happen again. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, for
1: sure. Because
2: yeah. literally for, throughout the whole game, it was just standing room only. Right. Standing room only. Yeah. And it, the, 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 the noise level, it's crazy because, you know, we just celebrated how many championships. Even the first one after 40 years back in 2015-16. I mean, respectfully, the the noise level never even came close to that. It was a different moment. You know, it was a different celebration. But it was, uh, to me, everyone called that season the We Believe season. To me, it was actually the birth of a nation. It was actually the birth of Dub Nation. Because the fan base was always here. And it was for the first time that the rest of the NBA world recognized us as one of the best fans in the NBA. Let's go Warriors. Let's
0: go, Warriors. Let's go, Warriors. I'm here in New Orleans outside Smoothie King Arena. But next Friday, it's so far the can miss game of the year as Del Curry, Steph's dad, comes to town with the Charlotte Hornets. Make sure you have your seat for the game with Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for the events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. It's called Vivid Seats Rewards. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program. Every purchase is backed by a 100% buyer guarantee. From the biggest concerts and games to the hottest theater shows and more, Vivid Seats has it all. Download the app and join the Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program today. And when it's time to buy, new users enter promo code OVERTOWN at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Let's go, Warriors. Let's go, Warriors. Let's go, Warriors. That's a pretty killer statement right there. I love that. Wow. They've got you on the move now, huh, Kellen? In, in some ways, it's blaspheme of me to say that this might be We Believe 2.0, but it's it's just for headlines. It's just for the retweets, <laughs> the clicks, and whatnot. But yeah, let's let's uh, let's just jump back now, real quick, to uh, this this year. How do you guys all feel about not just the first game, but the preseason, and sort of what you can see, especially with Kerr saying that Clay is unlikely to come back, which is basically, I mean, it was, it's the cold hard truth. You know, nine months. I still need a look it up one more time because i listened to uh, bob myers on xm radio today and he mentioned that adrian peterson was six months i could have sworn i my research said nine months so i need to go look that up again but even still um I, i think we can all agree that six months is preposterous Nine months would be incredible, and nine months does uh, play out to April 1st, 2020. And I I think a lot of people forget we're supposed to have Willie Cauley-Stein in the middle there for for a good chunk. And and then Looney went out with an injury. Hopefully he'll get back. But given all of these variables, um, still, um, how do you feel about the upcoming season? Uh,
1: For me, I – after game one, obviously I'm saying, all right, let's just trash the whole season. Like, no, like we're we're gonna have to face these guys in the playoffs. Have to have to face the Lakers. The Rockets are even better now, even though we usually can handle them. So that, that's my thoughts directly after that Clipper game. But when you think about it more, we have all these pieces, right? We have everyone under contract right now. That you know the big guys, and the real problems that I see, obviously, and these are clear, are defense and the rebounding, right? And so. Solving those problems this season, I feel like should be a priority. And then however that solution, you know, whatever that solution is, getting the chemistry right on the, on the floor, right? Because there's all these new guys. So I'm thinking like just have to see where these first two months take us and what moves the Warriors decide to make. And, you know, and then we'll have to go from there. But, I mean, play, I, I think we can still make the playoffs. So,
2: you know, once we're there, who knows, who knows where we can go, right? Well, you know, since you're, since, since you're dubbing this, we believe 2.0. <laughs> why don't why don't we why don't we follow that script? Because remember, it wasn't until what was it, January or February of that season, that we turned on the switch when Baron came back healthy. Because the first the, the first half of the season, it was just bits and pieces, and we were not healthy at all. And uh, it wasn't until that Detroit game that everything came together when we actually had a full squad on the floor. So since 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 you're dubbing this, why don't we just follow that script? And uh, and and see where it goes. But I, I again, there's definitely there's definitely um, caution. Um, but for me, it's a little bit of a different caution. I think I was I'm a little bit I'm trying to get 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 um, get a good gauge of the vibe of the new Chase Center um, because we can't really control as fans yes. what's going on on the floor, but we definitely can't control what's going on in the stand. So to me, I think that's more of a a, a, a concern that I have. Personally, as a fan, than I do with the with with the players on the floor because I think, um, like Kellen mentioned, you know, like um, let, let let this let, let them figure out the pieces. You know, we, we have great leaders on you know we have great leaders on on the team right, right now with both Dre, Draymond and and Steph and and I think uh, D'Angelo is going to come along really you know it's going to come along naturally. But I, I think for me, I think it's just a matter of the fan base because we believe originally. Um, started from the fan base and sort of became an extension of the players, right? So you know, we we can only control what we can, which is the, being the you know be, being the chairing section, uh, cheering section.
0: Have Have you been to Chase yet, Paul?
2: I have, I have. Um, what was it? Uh, I was there on Thursday.
0: Yeah, that that one's tough to gauge because you know Absolutely. pretty much a blowout. So uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. And, and a lot of players are saying that. As well, even Steph is like, we'll just have to see. You know, we want the same kind of vibe. Steve Kerr has even said that they designed Chase to have the right acoustics where the the crowd noise would bounce off the walls the right way. Yeah, I mean, aside from the, I thought the intros were incredible and Clay getting up there in front of eighteen thousand people. Oh, that was great. Which, yeah, <laughs> which he uh, he's come a long way. I, I just I said this in another podcast recently. Um, I just remember, I think it was two years ago, maybe a year ago, he had to do some talk at USF. I guess like, I can't remember who was there, like maybe Bill Cartwright or something, some Bay Area related thing that had a Warriors flavor. And Clay was asked to speak and he he had some notes. And according to Warriors PR, Raymond Raider told the story. And he was like fumbling with the notes and it's like, nah, Ray, maybe I should just wing it he was like yeah man just wing it you're good and and so he winged it went on there and you know basically passed with flying colors in front of a small audience and then now look at him now right and and he's um, i don't know if you guys saw the video of him at his golf tournament where he's like him and franco finn are doing the auction thing anyways i'm, I'm going off on another tangent but i just thought clay man he's come a long way and now he could be a motivational speaker. Like that. Uh-huh,
2: right. <laughs> that <would be> crazy. <laughs>
0: Funny. Yeah. Well, um, he but, sounds yeah. better
1: in those those post game press conferences now too. I mean, he you know, he comes across as someone who actually wants to speak to the media in some way. At least that's what from what I've seen like more recently.
0: Yeah, and, and I felt he held his own against Chuck, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, 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 um,
2: yeah, I think that's the thing with Clay, he's just so well, approachable.
0: Yeah, he's he's really You know, he's really evolved. Let's go Warriors. Let's go Warriors. Let's go Warriors. All right, Dub Nation. The regular season is here. MyBookie has you covered for your pregame, in-game, and season-long betting. Check out these odds. For the NBA champions, the Warriors are at plus 1,200. And that just scratches the surface. We've teamed up with MyBookie to give you this great offer. Sign up at MyBookie.ag. And use promo code OVERTIME, and they will match your first deposit. Again, promo code OVERTIME. And new users get their first deposit doubled. MyBookie.ag. You play, you win, you get paid. Let's go Warriors. Let's go Warriors. Let's go Warriors. Um, someone, I saw a tweet somewhere where they said uh, Clay has, has had a new version of himself every summer since the first trip to China. <laughs> And, yeah, that's and so true. That's so true. I mean, he looked great too. So you know, Laura had a hand in that outfit. Oh yeah. You no, know, it's interesting, Paul. You mentioned how your your concern is with the crowd and not so much the team. And a friend of mine, who is an NBA agent, he was he was in Memphis just the other day. Sent a picture of the pregame Memphis and the Bulls. Right? It was empty. That arena was just oh. barren. Although wow. they did sell out and eventually people got in there. There was no hype whatsoever pregame, oh, yeah. as we still have at Chase, mainly due to Steph, I would say. I thought it would be a good opportunity to just kind of mention that what I do at Let's Go Warriors, it's, it's supposed to be sort of like wins and losses proof. It's supposed to be like the moments. And it really is all driven by Steph. It's like evolved to kind of follow the philosophy of Steph which is to enjoy every moment to relish those moments good and bad that's that's what we try to do and also well I I have a lot of experience with uh like coaching basketball teams because I I used to run a uh, well I still do actually but it used to be a much bigger uh men's basketball league and it's still going on now but Back in the day, I had like 125 teams. And so what I would do is I would pick the best players from the league. We go to some amateur basketball tournament somewhere else and bring like all-stars from from my league, which is called Dream League. So shameless plug right there. But so we'd have the Dream League all-stars and we would go around. And, yeah, I, I had, like, the best guys from my league. We would walk into, like, a tournament in L.A. really confident. Once in a while, we, we would actually be pretty successful. Like, I'll never forget our trip to New York. I had this guy that eventually played in the Philippines who actually played college ball with Chris Haynes. Chris Haynes, oh, wow, oh, the play wow. card. And this guy, Josh, Josh Urbistondo, uh, actually wrote an article about him being sort of like the Philippines stuff. Curry because he, he has a wife, uh, a kid, and they're they're almost I mean they're basically celebrities out there, so there's a lot of parallels with with Steph circa 2000. 11, 12, 13. So I wrote that on, on the old blog, Golden State of Mind. I'm, I'm just bringing it all back to say, like, I've been a coach of such teams going out to various tournaments and stuff. And it's so hard. It just It's really hard to not just blend together talented guys, but for Steve Kerr to have to blend together all these young players who haven't really had the kind of the getting beat up in the NBA for a while, first of all, just they don't know the ropes yet. They're totally wet behind the ears. And so there's there's been a lot of criticism of Kerr that I've seen. or Maybe, maybe it's just vocal minority. I, I reported yesterday that the Warriors would take the day off, go to OKC Today, where they had practice. And then I think this was on YouTube. It could have been on Twitter. Two most angriest places on the internet. <laughs> and, and they're like, what? They had a day off? No, Kerr should be this, that. In the summer, he should have been hanging out with the rookies and this and that. And it's just like, oh, God. Sometimes...
1: Well, for me, it seems yeah. like the blame always falls on Kerr when something goes wrong, right? And no matter how many championships you win, it's always going to fall right back on Kerr because he's—he. some people seem to think he's not a good coach or he can't. No, he's <laughs> hes just the guy that watches Steph shoot threes, right? You know, I don't know. The whole pick and
0: roll thing, yeah. Yeah,
1: right, right. So I went to XM Radio, and they had all these XM
0: Radio spots that they did at practice. I was there when I saw him. I saw Bob Myers talking to uh, Justin Termini and Greg Anthony. By the way, I just got to say, Greg Anthony, that guy's, that guy's tremendous. He uh, asks his questions in a respectful way, and yet he's very knowledgeable. Like He knew he had a feeling that Bob Myers would feel very handcuffed by this hard cap, but looking ahead to this summer, he had a feeling that Bob is going to feel very free, like, like the shackles are off and that he can make some moves. So that's something to look forward to, um, and and also just going back, like they interviewed D'Angelo, they interviewed Steph. Even like D'Angelo, saying he came in and he he wanted to go work out with Steph right away. Steph said, "Sure, come over." Maybe a lot of people know about it already, but they they did spend a couple of days together working out with uh, Brandon Payne, the trainer, and D'Angelo was like, "Man, Steph's got it all laid out, like everything, like you know how what they're gonna do." In there, the the recovery
1: after the workout, and so he's learned a lot already from Steph. I remember his quote on on Instagram for that uh, when when that workout happened, and you said, "Got better today." Let's go, Warriors! Let's go, Warriors! Let's go, Warriors! What's going on, podcast listeners? My name is Brendan Nunez. And I got my guy, Adam Taylor, that is the co-host of this show as well. And we got the 450 Times going on a general NBA pod. And there's written content as well, the450times.com. Three episodes a week for
2: podcasts. It's going to be some great NBA content. Brendan and I are both upcoming NBA journalists. And we can't wait for you guys to listen to what we've got coming out.
1: Come check us out at the 450 Times.
0: Let's go, Warriors. Let's go, Warriors. Let's go, Warriors. I guess I, I just wanted to say that we, we at Let's Go, Warriors try and find those moments. The basketball process is a little bit more enjoyable rather than just the wins and losses. And So we want to try and go through all the, uh, the trials and tribulations, but a lot of it is really just glimpses into what guys can do. Even like Kai Bowman, the guy is like, he's got to have like a 42-plus inch vertical and he uh, he attacks the rim Santa Cruz is is lucky to have him and they'll they'll get to see him so something as unexpected like he's the I mean we have 14 guys so he's the 16th guy on the on the roster
1: at at the moment but to have a glimpse of that Let's not forget, not every team out there is the Lakers and the Clippers. I mean, we're talking
0: about possibly the number one and number two uh, ranked teams right now, right? Uh, Steph said a couple days ago that he's breaking down at least the first uh, 10 games. So he's going to pretty much focus on being competitive. First 10 games and just kind of reassess where they are at that point. And we should take his lead. Lots of times I feel that Dub Nation fails to take Steph's lead. What do you guys see coming up? So we have New Orleans doesn't have Zion, obviously, and then after that come back home. I think hopefully I'm correct. Phoenix, and then I think it's the Spurs coming up. What do you see in the first ten games for you guys? Let's let's go with Paul.
2: You know what? Quite frankly, I'm uh I'm actually excited again for Warriors basketball. I mean, shame shame yeah. on me shame on me because the last five season it will be. C- call me in April, you know. I mean, <laughs> was, I mean, quite frankly, and this sort of reminds me of literally going back to, to 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 the days where I would watch one win over and over and over. For, you know, for, for me, I think every, ever, yeah, ever since, um, ever since this new ownership has taken control, I, I you know, and I, and I get stopped on the streets always, you know, just being the warrior guy. What do you think? What do you think? Are you nervous? This and that. Um, the answer is simply no, because it's it's one of those things where we have a, we have a very competitive ownership group, and if you can sense right. it, they do not like to lose, and yeah. and, and 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 every. Whether if it's a business or, or any type of leadership, everything stems from the leadership and the direction that the organization is going to go. And with that being said, with Coach Kerr, the, you know with Lakeup Gruber, Bob Meyer, we're in great hands. Um, you know, I, I joke about it when people ask me that same question, "What do you think?" I say, "I don't. I just work so I can pay off the tickets." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's I that's the it. only re- like- that's the only responsibility I do, and at the and at the end of the day. I enjoy, you know, I'm I, I I'm still a Warrior fan no matter what happens at the end of the season. So you know, so the, the first ten games, I I just wanna enjoy basketball game again. You know, I am mean, shame on me. I I've I gotten to the point where Call Me went into the playoffs. So now for the first time in a very long time, I'm actually anticipating on, on, on just watching or listening to Warrior basketball game.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like that for me, too, in terms of like, what do you think? Uh, well, I, I, I'm going to go to um, practice tomorrow and, and watch Steph shoot around. So, you know, excuse me, I got to I gotta go record that for Dev Nation. And I'm, I'm too much
1: of a gym rat. All of that is great because I totally agree that it's going to be an interesting season because it's not like, let's just skip ahead to April already. We want to see the playoffs, right? We want to sweep the first two rounds and then get it going, right? It's it's not like that. So it's for me it's looking at all these young guys and who's gonna fill which role. And, you know, defensively, that's our biggest struggle, right? And so I'm thinking these guys like Jacob Evans, you know, great defender. He needs to step he needs to step up, he needs to come into a higher role. How can Jordan Poole impact the offensive end too and, and play defense and have get valuable minutes? So all these all these guys pieces are gonna come together at some point, in my opinion. And when that happens, there's going to, you know, we start beating better teams and that's how we can make that playoff push.
0: I would recommend everybody go check out the Bob Myers on XM radio interview, because that will give you a sense of just how shackled he is right now. I mean, we're kind of stuck aside from Bowman and Damian Lee, being able to get called up here and there for whatever reason, I feel like we're pretty much stuck. We can't really go, uh, okay, we need to trade him or waive him. We literally cannot do that. <laughs> Even if we wanted to, we can't do that. Anthony Slater already calculated it to be March. March is when a buyout might be able to happen because of the proration of the salaries. So we could sneak a guy in the buyout at that moment in time. Any last words, guys? Uh, go ahead, Kellen. Uh, I'm just
1: going to say that it's been
2: great being on this podcast. I've really enjoyed it. And warriors man this is gonna be a great season i'm, I'm excited and same here and kellen i look forward to your um your 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 bright future in journalism so i, I can at least say i was uh, the first to recognize along with uh, <laughs> let's go warriors in regards to your talent um no just real quick i want to actually sh- give a shout out to you as well let's go warriors i think you said the best right hey, there yeah. too Re- really to keep oh, yeah. things on a positive level yeah when when these days my Bruh. goodness what where 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 have we come? You know, I mean, we've gone to a point where, my goodness, I am sorry, don't don't get me going on a whole different tangent. You know, <laughs> it's I, good. I it's all good. And I, and I and I think what Coach Kerr said about last year was sort of like just, uh, what was it? What the, the key word he used was joy, right? Just really under, just enjoying right. the moment. And I think this is the this yeah. is the, this is our biggest test right here as Warrior fans. Um, I think for once. There, there's gonna, be, there's gonna be quite a bit of people party, pretty much jumping off the bus already. It's okay, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Um, and um, but that being said, keep doing the positive work because we really need it, and especially now with social media everywhere, everyone's just waiting for some type of word or whatnot just to link something negative. So we, you know, I mean, as as a fan, I really, truly, truly appreciate your work, and please continue doing that. And uh, in terms of the Warrior fan base, in terms of the Warriors. We're in great hands. Let's just enjoy. Let, let's just enjoy the process. And uh, and and again, when we believe two happens and it's like eight seed, I I, I started screaming like going to the arena on Thursday. My wife had to calm me down. I said, Babe, can you imagine if we just get into the playoff? It'll be like all over right. again.
0: I, you, still, you still got your uh, placard right. We believe 2.
2: Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, yeah. I need that in time. April, bro. Hey, you know, well, you, well, actually, the biggest challenge I have, and I and I said this to um. To, to to the um the ticket rep was man they're so strict with the new chase center i'm not sure how i can actually sneak in my my signs anymore
0: <laughs> for real oh man okay we're, yeah i will do everything in my power if, if we're like if we're like fighting for that eighth seed at the end yeah. of it believe me i'm gonna do everything in my power to get you and and that legendary placard i mean dude we
2: need to have that like
0: bronze <laughs>
2: <laughs> no but, but right. no but really no i mean but thank you I, Kellen. killing uh, a man you know what like i said um you're the future of dub nation man just keep you know just keep it bright keep it going you know what i mean but um but thank you so much for having me on today it's really been a blessing
0: let's go warriors say it again clay let's
2: go warriors let's go warriors